It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome into Memorial Stadium here. This is Rapid Reaction brought to you by Byers Auto. I am Austin Ward. He's Jeremy Birmingham. This is Letterman Rose. Post-game coverage of Ohio State 48, Nebraska 7. Berm, I don't think any of us really doubted about the outcome coming into this game for Ohio State. Absolutely rolling. Uh, Someone called it a test, a potential trap. Used all those words because of the Big Ten West and Scott Frost and Wandale Robinson and this and that. Pure talent won out again tonight. Malik Harrison said post-game that they had it in the back of their minds. They had Purdue. They had Iowa in the back of their mind. And from the minute that the Buckeyes kicked off to start this game, it was pretty clear that was not going to happen. The team, the defense came out firing as they have been. Chase Young is unbelievable. It is, it, it is hard to use hyperbole at this point when talking about Chase Young because I'm telling you, every single snap when he's on the field and there is a pass, he is causing serious trouble and that's what he did on the first drive of the game and that's why uh adrian martinez threw the interception to jeff okuda and that right there set the tone for the entire game yeah and there's another forced fumble for chase young you've got malik harrison showing up with tackles for lost sacks baron browning one of the better performances i think uh when he was on the field that you could see from ohio state linebacker and then i didn't even get to the secondary yet jeff okuda has just become unleashed now that he's Got the monkey off his back. Jeff Halfley talked about that, the confidence that Lakuta's playing with. Two picks. Jordan Fuller followed up. He, he had a pick here two years ago that really got his career rolling. He has another one that spurs the defense. If people, you know, I didn't think that Nebraska could stop Ohio State's offense, and we'll get to that later. But Adrian Martinez, Wondell Robinson, Spielman, that's a Nebraska team that had weapons and could put a test to the silver bullets. Look, they're legit. I mean, you just can't yeah. argue with it at no, this point. No, I mean, I think that's part of my reluctance all week was that I, I knew that Ohio State's defense was fundamentally better than it was a year ago, but they hadn't yet played skill players and talent like Nebraska. And I'm telling you, I know the score doesn't show it, but those are really good players on that Nebraska offense. They had 700 yards of offense a week ago at Illinois and had six turnovers, okay? Like, think about that. That's almost impossible to do. And... Uh, <laughs> And I know it's well, it Illinois. Helps if you're playing Illinois. I know it's Illinois, but when you're talking 700 yards and you still have six turnovers, they have the ability to to put up yards and points very quickly. And what we saw was just Ohio State come out and dominate again, like they did against Cincinnati, like they did against Indiana. All three phases of the game, just flat out dominant. If you had to pick one defensive MVP tonight, who would it be? Uh, there's all. It's always Chase Young. I mean, I'm telling you, he is so much of a difference maker on the football field. Uh, I was sitting down here and, um, you know, taking pictures on the field, and there's people in the crowd saying, who is that too? That's not fair. That doesn't seem fair. How is this guy allowed? Like, I mean. This isn't Little League ball. It was unbelievable. I mean, every single. Where's this birth certificate? (laughs) Every single drop back for Adrian Martinez was affected by Chase Young when he was on the field. So to me, it's always him. The two interceptions that Okuda got, are almost both directly attributed to Chase. Right. Uh, that, that's a good point because people were asking, like, oh, well, the second pick for Akuda, it's overthrown ball, it's tipped, and it falls into his lap. Well, guess why that throw was high? Chase Young, when he is coming down your back, 
you are not going to be taking your time and setting your feet. I'm sorry. You're going to be moving he, on. He's unbelievable. <laughs> okay. We've I, don't, I don't know how else to say it. Okay. He's, he, he's the best player in America. He is. Well, he's not going to win the Heisman, though. because no. uh, Because Ohio the Heisman has is a stupid. Quarterback. Uh, well, yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Move on. Justin Fields. Oh, this is supposed to be a good segue, Burn. Rapid reaction brought to you by Byers Auto. Ohio State offense. 23 touchdowns and no interceptions on the season for Justin Fields through five games. It would. I would have been very surprised to think going into the year, I knew Fields was going to be very good. I thought they would have to rely on J.K. Dobbins a lot in the early portion of the season, and they are using him plenty. He had another fantastic night at running back. But, you know, if you'd asked me if I thought he could top Dwayne Haskins' numbers from last season as a sophomore making his first career starts, I would have said no. Next year, yeah, Heisman finalist, break school records. He is so far ahead of where I imagined he could be, and I thought he could get there by the end of the year. He's there now. And the reason that Ohio State is playing like the number one team in the country, even though the polls haven't caught up to that, is he's, he's special. We saw tonight them unleash him a little bit in the run game and what a difference that can right. make because when he has a crease, he is flat out better than everybody else on the field athletically. And uh, as a passer, he's continued to be incredibly patient. He waits for guys to, to get open. He's throwing guys open. The touchdown that he threw to Garrett Wilson in the corner here was, in, was awesome. I mean, just missed the 52-yard the pass to Olave in the end of the first half. Right. That would have been really a special play by Olave. But I think you're seeing a guy that really just gets it, and, and he's totally unflappable. This was a good environment tonight. It was, it was loud. The, the, the fan base here at Nebraska is great. They were still loud when it was 48 to nothing, then nobody left. I mean, I, I, they, they deserve a lot of credit, but Justin Fields just is not a guy that is shaken by anything. Another big touchdown you touched on there, Garrett Wilson. I think they've got to move these pads in the corner of the he end zone He hit that back. thing really hard. That That's, was a dangerous. I was about five or six feet away from him, and he hit that, and it, it was an audible thud that was, uh, you heard shrieking from the fans in that yeah, little. Yeah, if there's a complaint about what happened in the stadium tonight, they might need to address that. Uh, but Garrett Wilson looks like he's okay. He scores another touchdown. Austin Mack uh, came right into the postgame press conference and was already looking for some of your photos because he, was he, so made, mad. A, he made a special play. He was mad at me, actually, because... The entire second quarter, I was in that end zone taking pictures. And with about four minutes to go in the half, I decided to go into oh, no. the photo bunker to start processing some photos. Oh, no. And uh, that is when he caught a touchdown right at that uh, triple zero back there where I had been sitting the entire half. Oh, no. So then uh, when the, the field team was running off the field at the end of the first half, I was standing over here. And Austin stops me running off the field and says, you were in the wrong end zone. And so I guess it shows they're paying attention to where, where we are, which is pretty cool. Um, but uh, Brand awareness. You know, he's a guy that, that has just been consistent for Ohio State. And I, I know last week there was a push for the Buckeyes to get him a touchdown. And so it's good to see that Justin Fields didn't forget that today. Well, and, you know, he earned it. And he talked all week about the patience and when the opportunities come to make a play. I mean, it was a good throw by Justin Fields, but it was a it was decent coverage, very good coverage maybe. And Austin Mack has to go up and make a play and fight for it. Like nothing has really been easy for him dating back to the injury last year. He had another setback in training camp. There was some doubt even if he was going to be ready for the opener. Then you have the one taken away last week, the frustration, not being targets. They don't play four-quarter games. So I, I give Austin Mack all the credit in the world for the way that he's bounced back. He played a tremendous game and, you know, you're going to have some of these. Like, now it's Ben Victor's turn. Yep. He didn't get to score. 
or, or take part. And that's just the way this offense goes. Only one football. Because there are so many yeah. weapons. And, you know, now one of them is Justin Fields, that you alluded to, his feet. And that changes everything. And the reason that those 50 touchdowns, 54 touchdowns for Dwayne Haskins are going to be under assault is because this offense is still adding new pieces every week. J.K. Dobbins is benefiting from that. Master Teague is benefiting from that. The tight ends, I think, eventually are going to benefit they're, they're, from that. They're, they're playing good football. They're being very instrumental in the blocking game. They've been very important for Master Teague and, and J.K. Dobbins. And when Justin Fields has gotten out of the pocket because they're setting the edge for him. And, you know, I think that the sign of a good football team is when that is talented enough from top to bottom that people don't care who's getting the touchdowns. And, and I, it's a mature group led by guys like Austin Mack and, you know, I, I think that we're just starting to see what this team is really capable of. And, again, for me, the defense tonight proved without a doubt um, that any remaining questions people could have can be sort of tucked away. This is a really good defense, and it certainly makes you wonder what the <laughs> hell was going on in 2018. There will never be an answer to that. The same way that we're mystified by Iowa and Purdue, those losses – same thing you have to wonder about that defensive coaching staff and what exactly they were doing because those linebackers are the same guys that they had to work with. That defensive uh, secondary, that's still Damon Arnett, that's still Jeff Okuda back there. Still they don't Jordan have, Fuller, still Brennan White, still everyone's the same. It's the same. The only thing that they didn't have, which I think is a significant part of it, if we're, we don't need to parse 2018 again, Jeff Halfley said it in that room over there, we're not talking about it anymore. He wasn't even part of that. but. Once they lost Nick Bosa, they never re recovered that swagger. They they built so much of the defense around him. This silver bullet defense is still predicated on what Chase Young can do, but he is by no means doing it alone. It's an extremely talented team that yeah. you know they, they throw around that swagger, that swag talk a lot. It's you I've never seen them it ooze out of them, and that includes yeah. back to 2014 for me. Right, and Jeff Halfley, as you said, said it post game. He said we're done talking about last year, and at this point. We're five games into the season. There is no reason to talk about it. And today, like I said, to me, that, that was the final uh, question mark about is it really different? And I think now as Ohio State prepares for Michigan State, they're going to see a totally different offense than they expected to see tonight. Yep. So it's a much different ball game. It's a power, you know, grind it out type game. And I, I think the Buckeyes have shown through five weeks they're capable and, uh, and equipped to play any style of offense uh, with this defense. All right, this has been Rapid Reaction brought to you by Byers Auto. A lot more coverage coming at Letterman Row uh, from Lincoln before we all head back to Columbus for another one next Saturday night, Ohio State and Michigan State. Buckeyes stay undefeated, 48-7, beat Nebraska handily. I'm Austin Ward. He's Jeremy Birmingham. We will see you back in Ohio. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply